What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Corinne Bernard, also known as the last Corinna, because after me, there will be no other, okay? I am coming to you guys with a quick rant. Um, I don't know how quick it'll be, because you guys know how I get to, to be when I start my talking, but this is going to be a podcast reflecting on my hair, my natural hair, and a situation that came about recently pertaining to my natural hair. Now, y'all know what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to shout out my business. I'm going to shout out my social media. And yeah, so if you haven't already, make sure you're following me on karenistaart.com, whether you're a site member or you're a part of the emailing net. Uh, emailing list. Sorry, can't speak. Um, Follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. Um, That's where you'll see my upcoming events, my upcoming, my most recent art pieces. And yeah, just that's the best way to keep up with me. I honestly am planning on leaving Facebook for good because I don't know. I'm getting really sick of the internet algorithms lately um, with, you know, Facebook and Instagram, really. I'm just considering looking for a complete alternative to connecting with people. So if anyone wants to email me and let me know, like, what everybody is doing lately, I might just start a Discord, honestly, at this point. Um, Yeah, email me at corinne.bernard at gmail.com. You can also email me at crb at karenistaart.com. And yeah, let's get into this um, podcast. So the other day, like this is like nothing new. Okay. The other day I posted a picture of my natural hair for my followers on Instagram, my personal Instagram. Granted, um, you know, not everybody knows what my natural hair looks like. You know, to be fair, I like to keep my hair a big secret from everyone because my hair is my biggest insecurity because of all the drama I've went through with my hair. People who know me personally, personally know my hair drama. The people that love me the absolute most know about my hair drama and their love for me has not been tarnished or has faded away. You know, people just just love me. Um, so, um, yeah, that being said, not everybody knows my hair drama, my hair journey, or my hair type. So I posted a picture of my hair um, and, you know, basically saying, you know, I had shrinkage. I was showing people, like, my, my current hair length, so doing a quick length check. Um, you know, so that people could see, you know, the process my hair is made and, um, people on my Instagram know that I've shaved my head twice already. Um, this is the second time my hair has grown out from being shaved. I don't know if I'm going to shave it again. Part of me wants to do like something crazy, like bleach it and then shave it off so I can have this Cisco look. I don't know. Um, I haven't crossed that bridge yet. Um, we will see. But yeah, so I was basically just doing like a length check after, you know, taking a bath and like, you know, treating my hair with some oils so that, you know, I could actually 
do a proper length check. And like the craziest thing happened, like after I posted this picture, I get a message from my aunt just ranking on me, like saying your hair is dry. Those wigs that you're wearing are, you know, um, causing permanent hair loss and you know, um, we need to make a a day where, you know, I try out my products on you, this, that, and the third. And like, just like to, you know, do a quick rewind. I fully support my aunt and fully support anything that she's doing with a hair care line. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, we originally came up with the idea for her to do an event regarding like hair care, um, like a hair care, um, hair spa party you know what I'm saying like I'm fully supportive of my aunt's hair care um brand that she's you know in the process of pushing you know she's really in the early stages but what rubbed me the wrong way is that she was making false um statements pertaining to my hair okay um And granted, she has known me my entire life. She's seen my hair from when I was younger, um, but she doesn't know how my hair grew to evolve. You know what I'm saying? Like, I try to explain my hair issues with my family, but unless, like, people have lived and experienced my hair the way I've experienced it, they really can't commentate on, you know, how my natural state is so I took offense to her statements, primarily the ones pertaining to hair loss and dryness. When it comes to the wigs that I wear, I know that wigs, you know, have the ability to wear away at our edges. My 4C sisters out there who know what I'm talking about, but I take all the necessary repercussions to make sure my edges are protected, my scalp is protected. Like I wear a headband across my edges so that my wig grips it. I think they call it a wig grip. I always wear a wig grip around my edges, you know what I'm saying? Um, And then I have a wig cap on underneath so that my hair isn't entangled with the net of the wig. Um, I usually only wear lace fronts. I don't wear, you know, the synthetic, you know, full head of hair. Um, and yeah, that's that's normally how I go about that. Um, so when it comes to my wigs, my wigs aren't the reason why my hair has fallen out. They're not the reason why my hair is, you know, dry or anything like that. The wigs I wear simply cover my head so that I do not have to touch my natural hair. If I were to just rock my natural hair all the time, that's actually when I experience hair loss. Anytime I touch my hair, it falls out because it is very sensitive to the elements. My cats are fighting. Sorry about that. My hair is very sensitive to the elements. Like, it doesn't thrive in any seasons. You know, winter is too cold, summer is too hot. And, like, I would constantly have to keep it moisturized. 
uh, on a day-to-day basis in order to wear my hair out. And I opt to not even wear my hair out anymore because it's too much on my scalp to put my hair in these styles so that I'm covering certain problem areas that I have. You know, I don't bother with crocheting and doing weaves anymore because, again, all it does is add on to the, the stress on my hair strands that I don't need. So I always opt to, you know, keep my hair in its natural state. As long as it's moisturized, I cover it with my head cap, my my wig grip, and I slap on my lace front and go about my business. And my hair has grown since practicing this. Um, like, so that's just her, That you know, I was offended by her commentating based off of like saying that your the wigs are making my hair fall out when no, it was the years of getting my hair pulled into these braids and micro, um, you know, human hair micro braids and corn rolls and getting sew-ins. That's what has contest to my edges getting thinner. And my the rest of my hair problems is because of years of relaxers and relaxers burning my scalp and causing permanent damage. That's the reason why my hair is in so much turmoil. It has nothing to do with the wigs that I wear. And, and yes, wigs do cause issues, but I take the proper repercussions so that those issues don't cause any further hair loss. And if we're being completely real about the situation, I have not suffered any additional hair loss um, on my new journey since I've been going about um, my methods. The most that I experience is if like I completely ignore my hair, I have a little bit of excess shedding, but that's because my hair is not moving out of its style. And so as my hair sheds, it clings on to the hair that's already you know, that's still presently attached to my scalp. And then by the time it comes for me to detangle my hair and let loose the shed hair, it's a little bit more because of the amount of time that went since the last time I detangled it. And then another thing that she said that really just triggered me and made me upset and it made you know, it's the reason why so many natural haired women choose to not stay natural or choose to not, um, you know, want to embrace their natural hair texture. She said that my hair was dry. From the looks of it, it did look dry. But unfortunately, that's my hair texture. I have low porosity or was it high porosity? I have low porosity, fine 4C hair. That means that my hair does take moisture well. However, I do have fine strands. That's, you know, normal in the natural hair community. And my hair is 4C. Like, you cannot see my curl pattern like how you would see with 4 B and for a hair texture. It is so kinky that the only time you'll see my hair texture is if I put like some some curling pudding on it and really like style it up. But even as it dries, it'll have that shrunken 4C texture. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean that my hair is dry. It just means that my hair is so kinky curly that 
it will appear dry, but my hair was completely moisturized in the picture. Like there were some areas that looked thinned out towards the top of my head. And that's specifically because there's no hair in the spaces behind the front of my hair. So if I had a normal full head of hair without my, you know, alopecia struggles, my hair would look very dense, would look very voluptuous. You know, it would still be shrunken because my hair shrinks, you know, for anything and everything. And I have to manually stretch it out into a hairstyle in order for you to see my true length. Um, And in the post, like, you know, I'm doing a demonstration of me doing the length check so you can see how much my hair has actually grown, you know, with me, you know, doing my practices. But like, I chose not to respond to my aunt because I really didn't want to get into it with her given like, you know, I was just in an accident. I just lost my car. And now the rental place is giving me all this trouble because, you know, all the rental places that they're going through are selling out of cars and there's no cars available for me, which honestly is insane when the the insurance company should have vehicles reserved for people who are in my predicament. But that's neither here or there. I just did not want to argue with my aunt about how wrong she was about the situation because I'm already going through enough and I don't need someone, you know, making me feel self-conscious about my hair when I already feel self-conscious about my hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm never going to turn away somebody's miracle product if they think that it could work for me I'm always open to try it but I've been to dermatologists you know I'm saying like my head has been reviewed by a couple different people I have permanent hair loss due to scarring I have hair that is on my head that will never be as thick as it was you know I'm saying there's sections of my scalp that will never have hair in it unless I do corrective surgery, which I've decided in my later years that I will never do because I just don't care enough to put my body under any strain in that manner when there are other cheaper and safer alternatives available to me. So yes, I will continue to be wigging it because wigs are not the reason for my hair loss. Perms are the reason for my hair loss. Sew-ins are the reason for my hair loss. Years of corn rolls and just, you know, um, heat damage and poor manipulation of my hair has led to my hair loss. And I finally found a system that can actually grow out the rest of my hair so that I could, you know, potentially camouflage it if I ever decide to grow my, you know, wear my hair out in public ever again. You know, I'll have options such as, you know, to pay options or, or anything, you know, so that I'm able to wear my hair the way I want to wear it. But, you know, as of now, I think that my process is working and I will not be um, I will not be taken back by someone else's ignorance, whether it's family, friends, you know, like anybody who loves me, you know, at the end of the day, we could all, you know, be educated on something. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and like, I'm of all, you know, 
out of everything in this situation, I'm glad that she did not post on the actual post because if she did, I would have had to delete her comment because like, you know, that's, that's not how you, you handle things. You know, she did it the right way where she approached me in the message. I'm going to keep my post up because my, I know my hair, you know, nobody knows my hair. Like I know my hair, like, could it, you know, use some nice treatments? Yes, of course. But in no way, shape, or form if, is it going to bring back damage that was already done. And it's, you know, you can moisturize it until the church dogs come home. It's still going to have the appearance of looking dry, you know, unless I put it into a different style. But like by the touch, my hair is moisturized. And that's enough for me. <laughs> I don't need my hair to look healthy as long as it is healthy because our society has done enough to the natural hair community and black women hair in general to where we're constantly attacking ourselves and each other because of what someone else's beauty standards are and that's whack to me so here I am still loving me and my flaws and hopefully everyone else learns to love me and my flaws as well because it's not going to slow me down and it's not going to lead me to making decisions about my hair that are going to hurt my hair. So that's all. <laughs> um, thank you all for listening. You know, this isn't like a podcast I normally like to do where it's like a, a specific person that I'm calling out, but I didn't use any names. And like the only person that knows this conversation happened is me and her and like, I guess this is really just for the women out there that are self-conscious about their hair. Like, you're going to know what's good for your hair. And if you don't know what's good for your hair, then, you know, there's plenty of resources out there for you to learn your hair. But if you know your hair and someone that you love is telling you something about your hair that isn't true, um, you know, take a step back, breathe. Don't let ang- don't ever lead with anger, always lead with love. And then when you're prepared to respond, respond in in a in a kind way, in an honest way, but in a kind way. And hopefully the other person understands where you're coming from. And if they don't, well, they don't, they don't have to understand where you're coming from because you already know who you are and they can't take that from you. Okay? But I'm going to close on that and prepare for my day. And I hope you all have a lovely hump day. Okay? Peace. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Corinne Bernard, also known as the last Corinna, because after me, there will be no other. Okay? You are listening to the art of storytelling. Yes, that's just what we're going to call this podcast. Art of storytelling, where I share a tale and... You know, down the road, I will visualize it with some art and it will be on my YouTube channel, Corinne Bernard. Okay. (laughs) So today we're just going to talk about 2022 and how much of a hell it's been for me. Um, I did attempt to do this podcast once already, but you know, the cats were just not having it. Like they were fighting, they were trying to escape the room and I would just let them out of the room. But like 
when it's nighttime, the only reason why, excuse me, I'm burping. The only reason why they want to leave the room is because they hear me talking and they think it's daytime, but it's not daytime. So they're literally going to exit the room just to come back in and give me hell. And I am trying to keep the the noise level down because once I open the door, it's going to get a little bit louder because the TV on's outside. Um, and I do not want... I also don't want to interrupt my roommate with the cats. Um, so if you hear some clawing, you hear some crying, it's Prince. And I'm going to let him out, but he's going to try to get back in. You know, he'll be back. But yeah, 2022 has been a hell of a year for me. It's kind of been hell. Um, but a lot of good has come out of the year, like financially speaking, experience like experience wise, um, uh, relationship wise, like, like friendship, not I'm single. Okay. <laughs> but hey, still relationship wise. And, um, yeah, spiritually, uh, I'm in a better place, you know, a lot of good came out of this year. Um, you know, we'll, I'll get into all the little nasty little details of the year. But, um, you know, thank you for listening, first and foremost, because y'all don't got to check in with me. Y'all don't got to hear me ramble. And I ramble a lot. Half the times, like, I'm I'm getting dazed out looking at Tony, just, just you know, trying to collect myself and figure out what I'm trying to say. And, you know, I appreciate the listeners. Okay. But without further ado, I'll get into it. So 2022 <sighs> was a crazy-ass year. All right, like, I'm going to just run through it. This this is how my year was. Um, You know, started the year off, you know, it was cool. Um, Hella commissions. So, like, all of them took a minute. Like, you know, all my commissions got to that person late. You know, I had like one client just hella argumentative. I want to, you know, you should change this one. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's see. I had, I, I like this is probably the the one year where like I had argumentative clients, like at least more more than one argumentative client. Um, just starting off the year, so boom, we got. We got um, irate customers. Then I lost my full-time job. I got laid off, okay? Then my boyfriend cheats on me, so we end up breaking up. Um, I had two investments that that just failed, failed miserably. Um, Well, not miserably, um, passionately. We'll say passionately. I got into a car accident. Somebody rear-ended me, totaled my car. Um, then um, one of my failed investments um, ended up being like, what, one of the business associates I was working with ended up getting real nasty with me because I didn't want her micromanaging me um, because, you know, for the sole reason that I'm renting her hall. Um, my, 
I try and it was around the time where I tried to separate myself from my meds. So, you know, my my mental health was on the fritz. Um then what happened? Like, you know, I had like some some friendships that kind of just were building and then they weren't building, you know, that's the perks of trying to befriend a male specimen, but that I wouldn't say that was anything major. That just kind of, you know, let me know that dating is not really my thing this year. Um, then I get into another car accident. This time I break my nose and get a huge gash through my nose. So now I have a pretty scar to accompany, you know, the the artwork of my my face situation. And um yeah, did I miss anything? Yeah, no, I think that's it. So yeah, um two near death experiences, uh three three to five angry clients, one business psycho associate <laughs> that that wants me to give her my energy, um, couple failed investments, uh, breakup, uh, and uh, got laid off, and uh, yeah. Um, those were all the shitty things that happened this year, but here are all the amazing things that happened, Okay. And all of the situations where um, I felt someone was doing me wrong, I stood up for myself, okay? I ended up getting laid off from my job because I refused to work with a specific loan officer. And I refused to work with her because she had a history of being nasty and rude when speaking to me. And I just was not going to tolerate it because when I first started this job, the the loan officer I was working with was really nasty to me and I dealt with it. And because I dealt with it, it it led me to having a lot more um, anxiety attacks and it and it pushed me further into my depression and I was on medication by the beginning of 2022 to combat this depression and anxiety, you know. Um, so yeah, I wasn't going to let another loan officer bully me. So, you know, instead of her just getting a keen talking to, they just laid me off, which, okay, cool. The rates are low. You guys were probably going to lay me off anyway. Um, but, you know, other people got laid off. It's not like I was being picked on. You know, it's inevitable. The rates went up. Inflation's Inflation was on the up and up. You know, it was bound to happen. And it's not like I don't have a degree in economics. I can easily find another job. But I decided to go full-time with my business. So um, I refocused myself. Wow. I did more research for my business. I did more... um, 
I did a SWOT analysis. I've done, you know, projections. I've, I've done, you know, uh, project, I uh, did future investments for, you know, I, I basically planned out the whole rest of the year, you know, as if I've been doing the full-time thing the entire time. It was like, I just melted into my purpose. So, um, that was, that was insanely amazing that I went full, I went to be, I became a full-time artist this year. I even announced it at a a gallery exhibition I was being honored at, you know, that was an intense moment that I wish more people saw, but it's okay. You know, (laughs) I hired an assistant manager. I hired an assistant artist. I hired an intern and I had two youth volunteers working with me this summer. Just having some water. I did a plethora of pop-up shops. Um, did my first Pride Parade in Springfield, which was amazing. It was an amazing experience of love and fun and color. And it, it was also an amazing revenue day. Um, did Kineticon for the first time. Um, I was hired... Um, I was hired to do, I was, first I was hired to um, instruct a paint class at um, the New Haven Pride Center. I was hired to be an artist assistant at the uh, paint jam at Parkville in New Haven, not New Haven, in West Hartford? East Hartford. East or West Hartford? I think it's West Hartford. Is that... I think it's East Hartford. Parkville, you know the place. Um, if you're from Hartford, the Hartford area, um, yep, I was hired to be an assistant artist there. I was hired to do caricatures at Elm City Lit Festival, and I was hired to do an electrical box mural in New Britain. So, your girl had an amazing year for the business, Karenista Art LLC. So come next year, like, you know, Connecticut is going to be jumping with with me. (laughs) You know, me and my art is going to be jumping in Connecticut. I can hardly wait because I've just been sewing and sewing and sewing. So it's like, you know, all of my bad investments this year, you know, boo-hoo, but there was also a lot to gain out of this year. A lot of, um, you know, unexpected blessings that came my way. And I'm still constantly getting thrown opportunities, even even now in the slow season. Um, you know, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. And like I and I continue to stand my ground, like, you know, my breakup, I stood my ground. Um, this one girl who was giving me problems, I stood my ground with, you know, my clients, like if they got disrespectful, I blocked them, you know, like you don't need to have any type of art by me. If, if you're going to say nasty things to me, um, 
you know, like, I just, I just didn't want this year to be like all the other years where I let opportunities pass me by and I sat back and, and wallowed and withered away in my, in my, in my decision because of my decision, I should say. I just wanted to make sure that whatever consequences, whatever obstacle I faced, it was because I faced it um, after doing my damned best, my, my, my darn best. And I feel like I did that. You know, there are still a lot of things that I still want to do. There's the thing, there's things I want to improve on. There's things that you know, I did this year that I know I have to do differently next year um, in order to thrive and survive in this market. And um, I think that it was a good first go around as a full-time artist. I I doubled my revenue. Like, I... um. I doubled my revenue from my last um, big revenue year, which was 2019, I think. Yeah, I think my big, my last big revenue year was either 2018 or 2019. And I doubled my revenue from that year. And that alone is amazing because, you know, I always try to aim higher than my expectation because if I aim higher than my expectation, then I'll get my expectation. And I feel like I, I hit my expectation. Um, you know, I doubled my revenue from my my last previous milestone. And that's that's huge for me. Like, that's huge. You know, I know that there was a lot of businesses that did amazing this year and, and probably made a lot more than me this year. But, you know for for what I got from what I've been through and and you know my specific journey like I'm blessed I'm highly favored I'm grateful for the opportunities I've had this year so I met a lot of dope people and like of all and of the people that you know I met along the way that probably don't want to ever work with me again I've met you know triple the amount of people that are excited to work with me as soon as the weather gets warm. And I'm just going to keep doing what I do, being myself, um, trying to have patience and trying to, well, not trying to, but be efficient as possible in all ways, you know, make that the goal, um, not to try to be efficient, just be efficient, okay? Um, there's just there's just so much. There's just so much, like, to be proud of in myself. And, like, I just feel like there was a lot of moments this year where, like, I just felt like I was getting beaten down with a bat. And... You know, there was so many moments I was just like, is this it? Is this it? And then I just felt like it kept coming, kept coming. And like my car accident, my most recent car accident where I broke my nose probably 
caused the biggest setback for me because of my recovery period. You know, I couldn't, you know, socialize the way I wanted to, how I was supposed to be socializing, you know, during these times. But it was a wake up call at the end of the day. It it made me realize the importance of of sustaining a network and and building a network because um you know I got a lot of well wishes from people that I didn't really know that well and in comparison to family members who found out the same information you know and it just goes to show like I have to be present for people if I want them to be present for me um, it's it's all a part of the the game, you know. Show up, and people will show up. And and if they're not showing up, then meet new people. It's it's a cycle. You just gotta keep the gears, the gears going, the the wheels rolling. Ugh. But with that said, I also realized. Um, if I truly want to be great in my industry and in, in my market, um, I have to leave Connecticut. I have to leave Connecticut because Connecticut, where I'm at currently, is not ready for what I have to offer. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are ready, but not in the the way that that I think it would be appropriate. Um, you know, people want more programs. People want more more fun, safe things to do. But also, people are poor. Well, not poor. <laughs> Let me not say it like that. People are financially burdened right now. People are scared. People are going through things. And they want to make sure that what they're putting their time and energy towards is is worth their time. They don't want to be bored. They don't want to leave the house just to be uncomfortable. And there's an anxiety that people get when they're in a space that is new to them, even if it may be something that they're into. Like, if they can do it at home, they'll do it at home. But, like, to get them to leave the comfort of their home, to spend time with you at an event, it takes a lot. And um, this right here where I'm at, Connecticut, is just not, it's not jiving with me the way it should be jiving. Um, there's a lot more work involved in, in what I want to do. And I just feel like I have to take a step back and, you know, relocate and really refine who I am as a person. And um, I also want to be closer to my family on the West Coast because they've been without me long enough. I spent 30 years of my life on the East Coast. And all I learned is that, you know, I got to leave and make it and then come back and do something. I can't do it here because people don't have hope. People don't have um, 
they don't have faith in 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 what I'm doing. Uh, like there's people that have faith in me. I don't want to make it seem like, you know, people don't rock with me out here because they do. I've had a lot of successful events, like almost every puff and paint, like, you know, when, when the puff and paints first started, they was like damn near selling out. Um, if they didn't sell out, they were selling out. Like I've, I've had successful events. I had people that came out and said support my events. But it's not at a sustainable rate for for the business that I do, you know. And I could just, you know, stop doing parties and events and and do something else with my time. Maybe focus more on murals and things of that nature. But, like, those things, you know, those things are important. Like, mur- like mural work is a lot of physical work. Um, you know, painting for people is a lot of, you know, it's it's a lot of uh, manual work. Paint parties is like a community vibe. It's it's a social hub. It's a social hour. When I do my events, I provide opportunities for other people. So I like to do the events that I do because it's more than just me. Every event I do, I'm providing for the hall owner. I'm providing for my vendors. And if I have a, a you know, a performer, I'm providing for my performer. And then, you know, the most obvious, I'm providing for every person that bought a ticket to paint. You know what I'm saying? They're paying for an experience. And it's hard for me to get the word out and to get the influence in these times because people are seeing what I'm doing and they're copying it and and doing it their way cuz you know they 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 just want the money they you know what I'm saying they're not thinking about what all of this means to me and for other local business owners it's a it's a opportunity to provide for others you know, not just the the person holding the party, you know, like these puff and paints, I don't make uh, like, you know, I charge a specific fee for it, but a chunk of that fee goes towards the, the rental hall. You know, my vendors, I've had vendors make more than me at these puff and paints. You know what I'm saying? It's not all about the money. It's about the community vibes. It's the, it's creating a place for people to gather and um you know everybody's trying to do that and the popular ones will prevail the popular people will prevail and it's like a you know it's a it's a cutthroat it's a cut it's cutthroat out there you know what I'm saying um like I could try another city in Waterbury to do it in you know that's always been the plan. It was never meant to just stay in Waterbury. Never was meant to just stay in Waterbury. But collectively speaking, like, I'm going to do better if I leave, build elsewhere, and then come back. And then reinvest in, adver- in advertisement, socialization, like getting the word out there, promoting and stuff like that. Like, 
that to me just makes the most sense because there's a lot of opportunities for me um, on the West Coast that my family have, have been trying to put me on to, but I just won't leave. So, you know, it's time for me to explore what my family has to offer. And then, you know, CT will always be there for me when when and if I want to come back. But with all that said, you know, I'm going to keep doing what I do as a business owner, regardless of what people think about me, regardless of of what people misinterpret it. You know, all I could do is live in my truth and 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 pray to God and and just walk my path. You know, I can't let people influence my path. I can't let relationships influence my path. Like it's it's me and the business walking into the sunset trying to pick up as many people along the way as possible. And I believe that once I reach my goals in life, you know, people are going to see what the mission was all along. And I just hope that I'm successful in it. Because if I'm successful in it, that means that the next generation will be even better at it. Like I can just take what I created, give it to Caden, and then Kata can turn it into something even better. That's what all of this was supposed to be about. And it still is, you know. It's just leaving something behind for the next generation to pick up and make better. So that was my hell of a year. It was hell, but it was a hell of a year. In good ways, bad ways, just all the ways. I'm glad I made it out alive. You know, I'm glad I made it out, like, with all my teeth, because teeth are expensive. And I'm just excited for what the new year has in store for me. Um, I'm going to keep painting I'll probably spend a lot more time painting and doing maybe minimal fairs, but I'll also try to do more conventions and parades because those are fun. A lot of energy, but also fun. Hey, thanks for listening to The Art of Storytelling. Um, if you're somebody out there that is running a business or is thinking of starting a business, you have everything that you need to be successful, but please pace yourself, work out all the little kinks, learn your market. And when it's time to, you know, get yourself out there and really promote yourself, just remember one thing. Like your family and friends are going to be your first supporters, but they're not going to be your forever supporters. Okay, you, your business.
business is going to have to expand after a certain point because you can't keep relying on the same people to show up for you. The same people, um, you know, they may have a, a, a dead set interest on what you do, but not everybody that you know and love is going to support you every time. So just keep that in mind. Like it's, it's constant, you're constantly in a growing season when you're a business owner. There's always something to plant. There's always something to grow and there's always something to harvest. And so long as you keep that mentality, um, you'll be okay. And don't worry about the moments where like, there's nothing happening. Those are your moments of production, your moments of production, planning, and organizing. And then when the people come along, you'll be good to go. And they will come. You just have to know where they are. And if you know where they are, um, you'll know where to reach out every time. And if you don't know where they are, maybe it's time to expand your network. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.